Social Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce. Your home sold guaranteed realties higherprice.com. Yeah, it's that time of the morning where we delve into some social media at uh, Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter. Time for some social studies. Lauren Koval here to take us through it. Sarah out today. So take it away, Lauren. To give you guys a little bit of behind the scenes from just a few seconds ago before that update, Jarrett was too busy with his hand fruit of choice hair to then realize that he had to go live again. Yeah. So that explains a little bit of what just happened on air. Yeah, and tonight's the night is not Neil Young, it's Rod Stewart, just so you know. If it's that song I'm talking about, that you're talking Neil, about. I, I'm not familiar Neil with Young Neil Young did a song, song like that? He did have one. Okay, yeah. all right. Rod Stewart, that song's way too new for you. You're thinking of the song. <laughs> way too new for him. You're thinking of, if you want my body and you think I'm sexy. Right. Is that Rod how you're going to start the next update? Well, if, you, yeah. if you're asking for it. <laughs> No one, no one's asking for that. No, no, Thank no one, no one. Thank you. But Suns fans are asking for Kevin Durant, and he will be on the court tonight for the Suns. So we asked Suns fans, "What are your expectations for Kevin Durant's debut tonight?" A win, health after the game, and a uh, decent but not gaudy stat line. How about that? Yeah, I, I think a, a, a win, but I also think watching him actually perform in a Suns uniform, it's going to make it real. I, and we've had moments where it's sort of like, oh my goodness, this is really happening. We've had those moments before. Now it's actually for real, for real. And so I just, I just think that the, uh, it, it, I'm sure he'll have some good moments, and I'm sure he'll, he'll, his, his stat line will be respectable. Yeah. But I just think it's just the realization that wow, this is our new reality. This this is our new superstar. If you're trying to visualize it, what it's going to look like, just know that the uh, Suns will be wearing in Kevin Durant's debut their association white uniforms tonight. Okay. Normally, back in the day, known as the white home uniforms. But right. They, they don't wear those very often anymore, so that's what they're wearing tonight. Help you visualize how things are going to go. Now I can picture it. I've got it perfectly. <laughs> Overall, I would say people are a little bittersweet, reminiscing a little bit about Mikhail and Cam while also being excited for Kevin Durant. But single-serving friend said to see a team that can compete. We traded away a lot, and there isn't a lot of room for error in the Suns. They could still miss the playoffs. It. Yes, anything is possible. There's a there's a possibility that this doesn't work. Um, again, there this this period of 20 games to the finish line. There's going to be a whole lot of jockeying for position with teams. Um, it's going to get crazy, and I, I think for this league to go from about 65 percent effort to 90 percent, and then to be full on 100 in the playoffs, the, the the risk for injuries to older teams I think is is significant. So there's a lot of things that could go wrong. I I, I don't think anybody should be assuming anything. No, right? I all. like our chances a lot, but I don't think anyone can assume anything. I like what Daylight Films offered, uh, because I do agree with this. No matter what occurs, it'll be overanalyzed and over-discussed. Stay, he- stay healthy, KD, and do your thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, healthy think, way to look at it. I think that sums it up. And Chad also said, I know it's just the first game. I would like to see some continuity, him playing within the system, and the overall KD effect when he's on the floor. I think we can all confidently say that's what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. 
All right. And another question for Suns fans today. Who do you think will lead the team in scoring for the rest of the season? We've narrowed it down to two for you. KD or Devin Booker? Ooh. We going total points or points per points game? Points per game. Points per game. I think it's going to be KD. Yeah, me too. Although if he starts out tonight with a 10, it's going to be hard to bump that up. Yeah, I think it'll be close, but I think they'll both be high 20s. Kevin Durant is averaging just a shade under 30 points mm-hmm. a game this year. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. <laughs> what are we What are we getting into here? This is going to be awesome. <laughs> that's the thing is like it's there's almost no chance of it not working if he's healthy. Yes. It even was working in Brooklyn no, when everybody was on the court. That is true. But again, that's uh, again, Brooklyn's got a real good young team that around him. I, I Kevin Durant can be all of that and it still may not work. It's not just up to his health, it's I up to you. Chris Paul's health. Yeah, for sure. They're real thin at point guard if he had Oh, most. yes. Well, you guys do not agree with most of our listeners. 55% say Devin Booker. 43% say Kevin Durant. And J-Rod Card said, I think Booker still leads the team in scoring, but Durant's right there with him. I wouldn't be surprised if they were putting up 60% of the points every night. Yeah, Yeah. listen, no, I would agree with that. That'd be like 60 points out of 100. I would agree with that. And the Dark Shaman adds on, Booker will become an assist machine with Paul. That could happen, too. Booker's assist numbers, by the way, in the stretch where he's come back from the injury, pretty solid. He's over six assists per game. Switching sports here to the Cardinals. What are you most excited about with Jonathan Gannon, and what are you most concerned about? For me, it's too early for concerns. We don't know what anything looks like going into next year. Um, I'm most excited. It's such a general, lame answer, but just a new start. Uh, the 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 taxing nature of last season. It was mm-hmm. just. It was such a drag from day one all the way through January 9th when they made the changes that they made. It was a nightmare of a season. Everybody needed a shower after that. So Jonathan Gannon kind of represents a shower. Given given all the words he has said and very successfully, I think people could be could be mistaken for for not remembering he's got absolute zero experience as a head coach and very little experience from defensive coordinator till now. That that's what worries me because he, you listen to him talk and he has been doing a lot of talking as he told us and and he said pretty much there were all the right things and you can forget that there's a a, a green rookie head coach behind all those words. Mm-hmm. Do you like what you've heard from him so far? I do. Absolutely, yeah, I, I do. do. Too. I do. I think he's uh, focused on the right things. I think he's said the right things. I think he's been um, inspirational, motivational, all that stuff. And selfishly speaking, a lot of personality behind it, too, which makes things much more interesting for, I don't know, much more interesting for the listener. Yeah, I would say <laughs> that's very true. And what what did inspire that question was earlier when C.J. Gardner-Johnson quote-tweeted the whole thing and criticized Gannon and then deleted the tweet and stuff. So, I don't know if people viewed that as a red flag or anything. Ann Webb said she's most excited about the possibility of winning at home. 
while also most <laughs> yeah. concerned There's about that. winning at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Rachel fair. H. said new energy, new ideas, and approaches, and seems to have solid awareness of leadership philosophies and concepts, doesn't seem afraid of confrontation in the way Cliff was. Hmm. And yes, we'll, that's yeah, true. I think that seems fair from what we've heard from him so far last week and at the Combine so far. And Walter B.J. Mitchell says, excited about JG's energy, team building, no egos will be tolerated mantra, and the sheer will to win. I like that. And E. Goldie says, I'm excited that he's going to be more of a CEO type of head coach. He won't be calling plays or hyper-focused on one side of the ball. He's trusting his coaching staff, and that's a good thing. That is something, too, we haven't really focused on, is that uh, Jonathan Gannon made it very clear. Look, he's he's a defensive coach, but this is Nick Rollis' show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's yeah. waiting to see the, the tweaks and twists that Nick Rollis can put on that defense. So uh, that, that is something that we haven't talked about that I think is a plus, too. Youngest coaching staff in the NFL. Let's see how they do. Yeah, that is. And I don't think it's even close. It's not. <laughs> it's not close. All right. Well, thank you, guys. That was social studies. Thank you, Lauren. I, well was, I was hoping we'd get to uh, I know. the Jarrett question of what's, the, time what's the dumbest thing you've ever done at work. Yes, I have seven <laughs> nominees just from today. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Lauren. Social studies every morning at 9 o'clock. Where you can get involved in that is at Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter. Coming up next, as Jarrett so eloquently sang, tonight is the night. I won't try to do the impression. Kevin Durant to make his uh, debut. And we'll tell you what Kevin Durant specifically is looking forward to and uh, making his debut with the Suns next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata. Dan Bickley and Vince Murata. Bickley and Murata mornings. Arizona Sports. The local sports leader. He, he just likes coaching. You yeah. know, and I, I can appreciate that. Like, you like teaching. You know, and, and we the attention to detail is something I try to focus on when I'm playing. So if I can get that at all times, like in every area, the aspect of the game, that's always better. So when you got a coach that's, you know, we going through film, we watch, we walking through stuff on the floor that only can help, you know. So I'm looking forward to being coached by him and, you know, trying to, you know, give him a, a piece that can that he can work with on the floor to could do different things. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I'm excited about working with Monty again. I like his energy for the game. Like he feel like he look like he can still hoop. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, that should be fun. That is Kevin Durant from his Etcetera's podcast on uh, Boardroom, his his company. I listened to a whole 35 minute podcast of Kevin Durant just answering questions yesterday, Bick. I'm a little geeked about this. Wow. <laughs> Wanted to see if there was any nuggets in there. It was, uh, it wow. was somewhat interesting. Okay. It wasn't a lot of, um, you know, a, a lot of looking forward. There was some talk about, you know, his experience in Brooklyn. And I think for, for most people outside of Phoenix, that's the storyline right now is how did the combination of Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden fail to do anything? And um, here was Kevin Durant from that same podcast talking about looking at his career uh, despite not winning that championship that seemed to be reachable in Brooklyn. Um, I'm disappointed that we didn't get a chance to really build what we wanted to build because, like I said, we only played a few games together. That's the disappointing side of it because, obviously, every time every player steps on the floor, they want to win the game, and we want to win the season. So, yeah, we had the talent to to go far in the playoffs, uh, and I wanted to – 
build on that. And I felt like after that 2021 season, we had an opportunity to build on that, even though guys were injured. But we've we seen something that year. Um, so I get that part of, of the spectators and people saying that was a failure because they wanted to see it work, and we wanted to see it work. But on the same side, I felt like I, I maximized every day as a pro. Like I get the most – I get the most out of myself every day, so I would never say anything I do is a failure. If I don't get the most out of myself, I go through the motions, not work as hard, not go through, try to make every rep important, then yeah, I'll say I failed, but I, I, I feel like I get the most out of myself every day, and that's the most I can ask, and that's the most I can do, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, that's how I tend to look at my career as I've gotten older. And he reflected on the time, too, and how Kyrie Irving influenced what happened, and you heard mm-hmm. him say it there. We only played a handful of games together, and obviously last year was a, a disaster of a season for the Brooklyn Nets because of, of, of basically because of what Kyrie Irving did and, and, and didn't do. Injuries were a part of it. They get swept out of the playoffs. They had that stretch of 20 games where they were virtually unbeatable, going 18-2. Mm-hmm. and two. And after Kevin Durant gets landed on by Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving kind of blew the whole thing up by asking for the trade out. And Durant talked about that, too, in the podcast. And he wasn't accusatory, and he didn't sound bitter about it. He said, how can I get mad at somebody who's looking out for his own best interest mm-hmm. uh, business-wise and basketball-wise? And he, and he did admit, hey, seven or eight years ago, I might not have understood that. But he understood it. And it seems like he's at peace with what was a disappointing situation. I, I, it, it's That's interesting to me because if you go somewhere specifically to play with somebody and then you get through the COVID year with him where his decision to not get vaccinated um, restricted his limit, his availability uh, significantly. Now you're starting to think that, that this bargain that you entered with Kyrie Irving, that he's not upholding his end of it. Now you can move past the vaccination status because that's an individual decision that's available to each of us so I could get that but then you get uh, a team that had been playing very very well mm-hmm. and then suddenly because Kyrie Irving wasn't getting the money right then and there from the Nets that now he's going to blow this thing up that's remarkably generous of Kevin Durant to, to still hold no ill will at Kyrie Irving especially when this failed thing in Brooklyn has gone a long way to negatively defining Kevin Durant in the minds of some people yeah, for in the minds of some of those people, he needs to win another championship outside of Golden State and in Phoenix to kind of revalidate himself. Is that fair? I, I don't. I don't know. I still think Kevin Durant's one of the greatest players. It's going to he, if he doesn't win another championship, he will never fully shake the criticism that was richly deserved for his his, yeah. his arrival in Golden that's State. That's true. Where where whatever wherever you land, whatever you think about it, I think that's also very true and very simply because the Warriors won one before he arrived, they won one after he left. Mm-hmm. So the idea that they didn't need him to win, there's proof of that. And they won two while he was there. And they won two while he was there. So yeah, and so I the 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 team hopping title chasing element that people hold against Kevin Durant it's exacerbated because of the details and the situation he walked into in Golden State. I, I really believe that that if he comes into Phoenix now and if if he really is um, an MVP uh, type performer from this point going forward, I think it's going to help his legacy because, again, delivering a, a championship to Phoenix, if and when it happens, it's going to be a big deal. 
because it's it's never happened before. Nobody's been able to fulfill yeah, that promise. No, Barkley couldn't do it. Nash couldn't do it. Uh, again, this is this is something where I think in the short term people are rolling their eyes at Kevin Durant, going, "Okay, Mister, never never going to be happy. Always going someplace." Uh, this might be a little different. Yeah. Uh, Jay Williams from ESPN Radio was on with Wolf and Luke yesterday for his weekly visit. And, you know, Charles Barkley made the comments about, hey, Kevin Durant needs to win a championship in Phoenix or outside of Golden State as the leader of a team. And We've talked to a a great extent about leadership as it pertains to Kevin Mm -hmm. Durant. And he's not a guy, despite being probably the best player on every team he's ever played on, Mm -hmm. he's not a guy that really looks at himself as that leader that's where, according to uh, Jay Williams, CP3 comes in. So for me, I, I think having a guy like CP3 who's at a very in, very interesting inflection point as well, where it's like he's led teams being the guy. He recognizes that he is no longer the guy. You have Devin Booker that is the guy but still feels like he's youthful in learning how to be a guy. And now you have Kevin Durant who is the guy who the last – piece of the equation is like the leadership asset that people want to see him come through and it be his right so i think for kd i think there's a lot on the line here and i think he'll fit in seamlessly basketball wise yeah we shall see and Mm -hmm. chris paul i mean i i think we can all agree that he has not looked the same since you know what people termed hitting the wall in the playoffs last year but i don't think there's been any diminishing of his influence from a leadership standpoint. And Mm -hmm. if KD can come in and have that transition eased by the fact that Chris Paul is one of the all-time great leaders of basketball uh, in in basketball history, Mm -hmm. more power to him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, and, and I think this thing whole this whole thing is set up perfectly because this might be the last opportunity for Chris Paul. We all know that the Suns have a very, very difficult decision to make with him going forward. This might be the last chance cafe for Chris Paul. Yeah. Devin Booker and Kevin Durant might be together another three years, but this might be the last go around for Chris Paul. So so there's there's a level of urgency here and yet at the same time Chris Paul really he doesn't he can he can be 80% of the best Chris Paul and still make this work by being that floor general but but he's going to have to be able to move the ball and move this offense and get across half court if if he is successfully harassed by um if this is really a thing where what we saw against Jalen Brunson continues in this upcoming postseason I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I don't think that's going to happen to Chris Paul. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I don't think so either. We shall see. Mm-hmm. I just looked at the uh, the secondary tickets again. They're not going up that much in Charlotte tonight. People still have time to get on a There you go. Have you looked at again, the secondary it, tickets? It, for... uh, but if the flights were for free, it's a great idea. Right. What does the tickets of the game matter if you have to buy a plane ticket? You know what? If you're a real fan, though, you'd be there. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Well, I met everybody talked about everybody who bought all the tickets for Friday last Friday's game, mm-hmm. yes. thinking that was going to be the debut. Oh, yes. they flexed it to ESPN prime time. They gotta know something. This is it. Yeah, and then they got to see. But yeah. maybe the fact that okay, flights aren't free. We know what flights are, especially last minute flights can be a little bit pricey. But at least you're not getting the double dose of it. You can get a cheap ticket after the expensive flight. Maybe that eases the burden for some people. All right, that's it. I just want to. I want to. Who's driving? I, I want a full yeah, take. <laughs> I I think he's thinking of going. I I think my man over here and his rich yeah, buddy are. Yeah. They're thinking of going. Yeah, you know. No, that's not the case. <laughs> 
Boom. You know how impetuous I am, Bick? Fly by the seat of my pants. Oh, yeah. And yes, that's true. Just things out of the ordinary. Uh, real thrill-seeking stuff. You can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, Jared Carlin has prepared a special KD Day edition. Yes. Of, why don't we spin the wheel and find well, out what it is? I've already given it away that I know No, 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 is. you don't know what it no. is yet. Yes, this, I do. That? Oh, that's not. <laughs> I even played the, that gave it away. Okay, never mind. This, that, and the other. How about that? Next. <laughs> yeah, what he said. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here at Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. I don't know how you guys keep a straight face on this show. It's it's reached a different level today. (laughs) Does does Sarah keep you all in line? Is that what happens? Yeah, it's 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 special today. Sarah, I'm 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 just here to show how professional and good Sarah is at doing. Jared, have you ever listened to radio before? Well, the the, (laughs) (laughs) I, I have to keep it casual, fun. But also, you know, not everyone is sponsored, so I wasn't expecting that one to... <laughs> That's exactly... Uh, I mean, preparation is a thing. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> are we prepared to hear the Arizona sports question I, presented by the fantastic Lauren? Wow, what a tease. Yeah. Wow, thank you. Yeah. All right. I know she's prepared. Our Sanderson Ford poll question is up now on ArizonaSports.com, and it asks... Look at that. How... She got the sponsor in, too, Jared. I'm, I came prepared. <laughs> how many points will Kevin Durant score in his Phoenix Suns debut? Ah, that's a good question. Here are your options. 0 to 10, 11 to 20, 21 to 30, 31 to 40, or 41 plus. 21 to 30 for me. That's what I'm saying. Do you have an exact number in mind? No. I'm thinking it's going to be a cool, smooth, easy, efficient 22 points tonight for Kevin Durant. And how about minutes? 22 minutes. Point a minute, man. All right, oddly specific, but I'll take it. <laughs> That's a good way to put oddly specific, yes. 47% of our listeners think it'll be 11 to 20 points, followed by 40% 21 to 30. And oh, I'm surprised. 3% are feeling bold and thinking it's going to be 41 plus. Ooh, that's, that's very bold. That's bold. Yeah. That would be like Can we come imagine? in tomorrow and be like, oh, man, here we go. Yeah, that would that would certainly be the reaction. Thank you, Lauren. That's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. This, that, and the other. You can get with this, or you can get with that. I think you this, because this is where it's at. Go ahead, Jared. All right. <laughs> this is a segment we do from time to time where it's called This, That, and the Other. I will present you a fun fact, okay? Today is KD Day. We know the, the great debut of Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, who has many nicknames, including KD, the Slim Reaper, Tall Rudd, as people call him. But he's also known as the Durantula, right? So I'm going to present you with a fun fact. You have to tell me whether this is a true fact about Kevin Durant, the Durantula, or a Tarantula, the spider. Okay. Or both. Okay? Okay. So this is a fact about Kevin Durant 
a tarantula, or both. All right. I will start uh, with Vince Morata for you. Okay. Okay. Ancestors originally come from Italy. Said tarantula, durantula, or both. I'm going to say durantula. No, that is a tarantula. Tarantulas actually come from the town of Taranto. That's where they get their names. I think as as somebody with the Italian heritage, I think that question is wrong. Just because it's a hairy spider, it's got to be from Italy. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm, oh, no, boy. There's nobody in this room, I'm assuming, hairier than me. So I don't be offended. All right. All right. Uh, yes, me, Dan. That's my name, Jared. <laughs> Dan? Yes. This is Kevin Durant, Tarantula, or both? Yes. Can be found in Arizona. That would be both. That would be both. There are tarantulas. Thank God I've never come across one. Oh, well, first of, all, Arizona. first of all, I have, oh, and they're no. very docile. Yes. They're very nice. There's nothing to be afraid of. Yes. In my research, it's one of those, they're more scared of you than you should be of them. Yeah, kind but, of they, but they are big and hairy. It's a yeah. jarring visual Oh, sight. there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. All right. Uh, Durant, Durant, tarantula, tarantula, or both. Okay. Vince. Yep. Raised mostly by their mother. <laughs> I'm going to say both. That is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, who was raised by his mother and grandmother until the age of 13. Uh, tarantulas, uh-huh. the mothers lay their eggs and then abandon their children. Is that right? That is correct. But where's the dad in all the tarantula world mix? Are they around? I, I, are, are these... Are these baby tarantulas just left to fend for themselves? Yeah. Wow. It's a, it's a rough world. It's a sad story. Yep. It, it really is. Dan. Yeah. Body is almost completely covered in hair. <laughs> that would definitely be a tarantula. That is a tarantula. If you've ever seen Kevin Durant, he is quite the non-hairsuit person. Very smooth. <laughs> Uh, Vinny. We've reached a new level. I, I told you, I warned you it was stupid. We're finding out facts about information about. Quality use of the word here, suit, though, there, Ferret. Thank you. I, believe me, I've been called it many times in my life. Uh, Vince, a tarantula, tarantula, or both. It appears that her suit, Jarrett, is wearing a hair suit. A hair suit? Yes. That's where, yeah, right? Okay. <laughs> Struggles against the Hawks. Oh, good question. I could cheat and pull up the splits real quick. I'm going to say tarantula. That uh-huh. is correct. Yeah. A tarantula is not only hunted by the animal, the hawk, but also hunted by wasps called tarantula hawks. Kevin Durant, on the other hand, averages nearly 30 points a game against the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, have you ever seen those wasps? Stay away no. from them. They no, are I'm, disgusting. I'm lucky that you've encountered a lot more gross creatures than oh. I have. Oh. I, I don't even like butterflies. That's life in Fountain Hills. Yeah, isn't it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. All right. Um, it is Dan's turn. Mm-hmm. Dan can live to be more than 35 years old. <laughs> is that a, Kevin Durant, a tarantula, this is an oddly or both? Satisfying game. Yes. And that's a technical question, right? Yes, there. that's right. Well, uh, oh well, can, can live to thirty-five years of that's age. Right. I'm going to say that's Kevin Durant. That is correct. A, tar- a Durant, a tarantula. Can, the females can live to be up to thirty, 
Really? Uh, the males only live to be like six or seven years old. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. No wonder they're not around for childbirth, Jarrett. Yes. That's we got time to waste. That's right. <laughs> it's weird that nature, as it treats the tar- the female tarantula, is much like Hollywood. That's right. Speaking oh. speaking <laughs> of Hollywood, <laughs> Vince yes. appeared uh-huh. in the movie Home Alone. A tarantula. A tarantula, of course, very famously on Daniel Stern's face. Uh, Because Kevin Durant would have been about three. That's right. Dan. Yes. Appeared in the show Billions. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant did, of course. And had two more here to close it out. Vince is carnivorous and eats fish and birds. It's got to be Kevin Dur- the Durantula. That is both. Both? Yes. A tarantula L- eats fish and birds? Absolutely. Yes. Large. The large tarantulas can eat, yes, both fish and birds. How do they get the fish, Jerry? Do they have- go to Long John Silver's? <laughs> what, what are we talking about so. here? I'm not, not Where sure. Where are they getting the fish from? No, Maybe Red Lobster. Like Red Lobster. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, they live. They live. The tarantulas live all over the world in all different climates, believe it or not. But do and they swim? Well, How do the, they get fish? I'm going to have to do further research. This is just to, to tantalize your... Uh, I'm tantalized. I'm looking I, for... Oh, Lauren, about to jump in. There's some really specific images of tarantulas eating quite fish. large fish on oh, the internet. If you've got some free time, okay. <laughs> don't recommend. I'm, I'm don't right, yeah. All right, and finally... The last tarantula, tarantula, or both, are among the largest of their species. Oh. Whose turn is it? It's, it's yours, Dan. Both. That's right. That is both. Of course, Kevin Durant, nearly seven feet tall. Nobody seems to know exactly how tall Kevin Durant is. They always say he's seven feet. NBA uh, measurements he's say he's 6'10". Yeah, he's six, yeah. somewhere 6'10", six, 6'11". Six, I think he used to be 7 feet. Everybody used to be taller in yeah. the NBA, and then yeah. they cracked down yeah, on the osteoporosis sets in, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, there you go. That is how you play tarantula, tarantula. Not a tarantula. <laughs> or both on this week's edition of This, That, <laughs> and the Other. got a mustache, Barrett? Thank, thank goodness we don't have to go to a tiebreaker. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> we are ready, though, for his debut after that game. Yes, we are. Oh, more ready than ever before. Uh, some final thoughts on this Wednesday on KD Day next. It's Bickley and Murata. Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata. Song of the day. Song of the day, in honor of Ferret's ridiculous attempt to sing Neil Young earlier. <laughs> Tonight's the night, Jarrett. It is. It's going to be all right. My mom loves Rod Stewart. This uh, let's Rod Stewart not singing about Kevin Durant's debut tonight. Let's just get that on the open. Yeah, that's I right. I don't know what he's singing about, but <laughs> yeah, I've never quite figured that out either, Vinny. <laughs> A lot of hidden meaning. A lot of innuendo. Yeah, tonight is finally the night. Uh, and we decided to go with Rod Stewart over Neil Young. Because I listened to some of the Neil Young song. I'm oh, sorry, just not a Neil Young guy. Uh, yeah, same. 
Jared, I take it you are? Uh, yeah, I like him very much. So. Yeah. Neil, not so young? No, not anymore. Big, giant sideburns, though. Yeah, that's probably why you like him so much. Doesn't uh, hurt. Rod, Stu- we had a lot to pick from today. I had uh, Jennifer Lopez waiting for tonight also queued up, but we went with Rod Stewart today. Tonight's the night. Going to be all right. Today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Uh, before we get back into our final thoughts on uh, KD Day going into tonight's game, a couple of I- loose items that I wanted to bring up. All right. It has been a nightmare basketball season for the Louisville Cardinals, one of the you know premier programs in the country, quite recently a national champion. A several-time national champion in, in, in their history. Under their first-year head coach, Kenny Payne, they are 4-26. and 26. <laughs> They are 2-17 uh-huh. and 17 in ACC play. Last night, they had their last home game at the Yum Center, I think is what they call it. They lost by 17 points to a very mediocre Virginia Tech team. I don't know if there's ever been a more fitting event that happened during a game than what happened at halftime of the Louisville basketball game last night. The halftime show was a frisbee catching dog. So the you know the guy the, the handler is throwing frisbees to the dog and the dog catches the frisbee and runs back to the owner and just takes a giant dump right on the <laughs> Nature baby. I would be lying because I've seen enough halftime shows at college mm-hmm. and pro basketball games when animals are involved, and that I've never seen that happen before. Yeah, but the fact that it happened to cap off Louisville's home season is just it's so, just perfect. It's yeah, so that is perfect. Yeah, poop fest. <laughs> uh, did you see the end of the Pittsburgh Pirates Baltimore Orioles Grapefruit League game yesterday? Top of the ninth inning. Josh Lester of the Orioles grounds out for the third out. That mean, and and you know they're they're hitting in the top half of the inning. That means game's, game's over, over, right? Both managers, Brandon Hyde and Derek Shelton, wanted to work on some other things. The Orioles specifically wanted to get a pitcher some work, Ofridi Gomez. So they ran it by the uh, the umpires. Hey, can we play the bottom of the ninth inning anyway? It's spring training. We're working on stuff. The umpires are like, nope, we're out of here. The umpires leave. They played the ninth inning without it. umpires. I saw it. It was a great a, look. A nice teaser for baseball it, in the future. Didn't didn't a baseball field look so unencumbered and unlittered without umpires? It looked yeah. like playing like at the sand yeah. lot when you were a kid. Yeah. Yep. Yes. That's exactly what Catcher it was. Catcher was calling balls and strikes. Everybody got along. <laughs> there was no inf- you know, infraction of the pitch clock, which we've seen early on. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, and finally, one other note I wanted to pass along. Eric Pincus put this out there, uh, that the NBA could reportedly implement a target score for overtime games, implementing the Elam ending. Um, the quote from the article said that would be, prevent overlong broadcast and overloading player minutes, like Lo- Los Angeles Clippers forward Kawhi Leonard's playing 46 minutes in a double overtime loss to the Sacramento Kings on Friday. If you're using Kawhi Leonard <laughs> as the example of why you need to pass a rule to shorten overtimes, you're doing it wrong. Uh, let's call it the Ben Simmons rule, where we don't want to... Come on. Kawhi Leonard has played 613 regular season games in his career. Guess how many times he's played 40 or more minutes out of those 613? Oh, three. 
It's a little higher than that. 19 out of 613 regular season games. Wow. We have to we have to look out for Kawhi's best interests. Ridiculous. It really is. <laughs> also, really, what's it, more that's so exciting like overtime, multiple overtimes basketball, in basketball. It's not like baseball. No, basketball is the one sport that has overtime absolutely correct. There's no need to change it. Baseball's got overtime problems. Football's got overtime problems. Some people think hockey and soccer have overtime problems. Basketball's got it right. Leave it alone. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah no, I, I would definitely agree with that. All right, uh, it is Kevin Durant. It night. is, We're going to see him make his debut. It's 10 o'clock, so what, we're seven hours away. Time to get a nap in. Time to get mentally prepared for oh what we're about goodness. to see. It's such a delicious. Man, I'm jacked up, man. Oh, my God. You going to go listen to more podcasts? And I might. What a delicious 5 p.m. start, too, for to watch it. Even better. It'll be over by, like, 7.15. Oh, baby. Exciting. I'm, yeah, it's, listen, again, that's, that's not related. What we do oh, for our right, jobs is right. not rela- relatable to people. So right, let's, yeah, let's true. get out of that lane. Because I, people but, are going, really, 5 o'clock? i got to rush yeah, home to watch I'm this. still at work let's, at that let's, time. Let's get out of that lane that's and just true. go, we're all excited about this. This should be a day where the bosses and offices at work in Arizona right now should be. You know what? It's a half day. It's KD day. Get home safely so you can watch the game. <laughs> and if you can't, you can always tune in. Uh-huh. 98.7 in the Arizona Sports app and listen oh, yeah. to it on your way home. <laughs> or uh, at work. Just listen to the sports app. Yeah. Here's uh, Monty Williams talking about Durant's debut. You just want to see him out there with the team. Um, it's obviously, there's excitement. There's all the stuff that goes with it. But for me, it's, you know, allowing him to blend and figure out you know, things we do, but also learn from him um, based on his skill set, experience, and um, IQ of the game. You know, I, I think it's a great opportunity for us to, to grow, and the most important thing is to win the game, and I think that's what we're all trying to figure out with winning the game at the... <clears throat> Um, highest level and doing the things that help us win games, but also understanding who he is and how to implement what he does as smoothly as we can. Well, Monty Williams and how he handles this, it's another thing to watch tonight because Monty's been pretty open about struggling on implementing new players into mm-hmm. the mix. And oh, yeah. Why is T.J. Warren not playing and getting minutes for everybody? You put Kevin Durant in, no, he's not going to have a normal workload, but we're going to find out who that fifth starter is going to be, at least the, the, the first offering mm-hmm. of that, and how everything falls into place rotation-wise, at least first time out with, with Kevin Durant in the mix. So there's there's work to be done for Monty Williams as well. Yeah, and I, and I do think that this is something that clearly he has been struggling with, and I think this is the one piece he's going to have to get right. I think everything else is going to take care of itself, really. And and the effect, the net effect that this has on D.A., we all begin to watch that tonight as well. Yeah, I did want to play one other soundbite mm-hmm. from uh, Kevin Durant's Etc.'s podcast when he was asked about uh, working out with specific players and working out with Devin Booker over the summer and uh, what that meant. Yeah, because when you're working out, it's like when you're not missing shots. Like, you know that's what, that's what it was. Used it was about shooting split. Somebody not missing shots in front of you. Like, say if we're going 12 makes a spot. Like, I don't want him to make nine of them. 
and I'm and I'm, a, and I'm bricking. I make three. So like you, you keep a guy like that. Just keep your level up. You know what I'm saying? It's like you want to. It's not. It's a. It's a subtle competition. It's like right, I want to match with you. You know what I mean? I don't want. I don't want to feel like you carrying me in the workout. Okay. And he was one of those guys that like he making every shot. <laughs> That's the other thing to watch out for too. Limited uh, playing experience together in the 2021 Olympics mm-hmm. Olympics between Durant and Booker. Mm-hmm. But remember that photo after they won the oh, gold yeah. medal? The two of them oh, very yeah. close and both kind of nibbling Biting on that on the gold, gold. medal. Yeah. yeah, tonight we see uh, what it looks like on the NBA front. Man, it's an exciting time to be a Phoenix Suns fan. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I, yeah, I for one can't wait, yeah. I, it, and I'm just I'm really happy that by the time that we're gonna have a live sporting of a live Kevin Durant game to talk about the next time we get on air. Yes, stoked. Uh, full recap tomorrow morning. Here, starting at uh, 6 a.m. of Kevin Durant's first game as a Phoenix Sun. Thanks to Jeff Passan for joining us. Thanks to the legend Al McCoy for uh, joining us as well. And thanks to Jared Carlin for a legendary effort today. It, it was truly today, something. Jared. Wolf and Luke are up next. We'll catch you tomorrow. Have a great day.